Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Dirt Talk. Today we're doing Dirt Talk for my dining room table. Usually I do it for my spare bedroom in my house, have the guest call in. We did this once before with Mr. Eric Jumper and we talked about snowcats and dredging for about an hour, just rambled on and on. Today I have Mr. Dan Briscoe, he's Chief Operating Officer of BuildWit in the studio today, quote-unquote studio, my house. Um, We're doing some meetings over the next few days with with some of our partners trying to tie up some loose ends before we get into 2021, so he's here in Nashville, and thought we would get on a podcast to talk about BuildWit, talk about our our lessons learned this year, where we're headed next year, give you guys some more insight as far as what what we do at BuildWit. So welcome, Dan. Hey, happy to be here. We're... Looking across the table from you, but it's uh, make it work. It, it's a lot different in person, and I'm excited to. I was just showing him my new mobile podcast setup, so hoping we're hoping to get some more more interviews out in the field, which I'm really excited about. And then uh, we have a podcast studio that we're building in our office, dedicated studio that'll be done uh, this summer, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, we get fancy. Yeah, yeah, fancy, and then we can have people in there, get them drunk, and actually talk about <laughs> stuff that you can't really talk about over the phone yeah well right, um, let's do it yeah so where were we at this time last year we were just asked that yesterday we kind of had to think about it because it feels like every week is a year at this point but where were we this time last year going into the end of the year yeah we had what, six six employees we just hired the six one in December of last year yeah so. yeah I think it was Jack we we just brought Jack on at this point. Yeah, yeah, got Jack. Um, yeah, now we're what are we twenty plus twenty three something like that. Yeah, so, I counted the other day. I think we're like around twenty two, twenty three now. Yeah, so just in people, we've grown significantly. You know, all the team meetings are, are way different now. It's even showing up to meetings where I haven't met somebody, so that's uh, that's that's new. Yeah, yeah, we just. We were joking about that yesterday. It was the first time this week where, yeah, I didn't recognize people Yeah, on the Zoom call. Yeah, when I, you know, I think we did great work back then. I'm looking at some of the websites we built a year ago, but just everything that we've learned and the videos and, and branding, it uh, feels like feels like about 10 years ago uh, yeah. that, that we were doing those websites. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, we were doing two websites at this time last year. It was Hughes Brothers out of Orlando, Florida, and then Reed Contracting. We just met with Reed yesterday. We still work with them. But but looking at those, I mean, that, that was like consuming the entirety of our bandwidth right. at this point last year. And now, I mean, we're putting together quite a few different new sites right now that are all extraordinary on top of a hundred other things that we're tackling at the same time. Yeah, we had good people with those six, but getting, you know, moving to 23, we can get a lot more specialized, a lot more expert people. We can move faster, um, scale quicker. So it's, yeah, it's nice. So let's explain everyone. I don't know if I had a dollar for every time someone asked me how our business works or what the hell I do, I would be wealthy enough to retire and not have to do any of this. What, in a very basic sense how does our business work how do we make money what do we actually do on the media side of things yeah for the media group we do you know we try to one we don't want to do everything for everybody so we're trying to have just a select group of partners you know eventually grow into 50 but for those partners you know they come in with varying levels of of marketing capabilities and we want to get everybody up to a foundational level so we have an onboarding phase that we take every partner through that has three basic parts so we we branding where we help them rebrand kind of create a new look for the company uh, with logos you know everything colors you know mission and values you you name it everything that's kind of outward facing for the companies that's branding content where we capture all the photos and videos um, things like that interviews in the field and then put it all together on a website so once we do those three phases finish up onboarding and so we have you know we have onboarding agreements for new partners and then as they finish the website you know that's just the start of the work and so all of our partners then sign up for monthly retainer agreements where really the fun begins and we could start getting really creative helping them recruit better people win more work um, you know things like that 
once we get that foundation laid. Yeah, why? what are those reasons why these companies are spending on marketing? Because most of the partners that we have, they really didn't spend anything on marketing before yeah. they came to us and said, hey, we might need to do something new. I think I think probably 70% say, you know, we've got plenty of work. We're here to, we need great people. Yeah. Uh, you, we hear that from everybody, uh, 100% of people. The other, there's some that are doing alternate alternate delivery or a lot of private work that want to get better and, and expand services into other areas and they want to use marketing for that. So uh, it's all about getting getting more people and better people and, and helping to retain the ones that you have. So using marketing internally to, to do that. And then it's all about getting, you know, new jobs, better jobs, more profitable jobs and positioning yourself differently to go after those. So I think that's those are two of the big ones. And then I, the third one is really that internal culture. You know, how do you recognize people, use marketing and storytelling to make people feel good about what they're doing every day, feel good about working for the company. So I, I think that's that's actually a hidden one that not too many people think about, but we, it's actually a big benefit of marketing. It's Yeah, it's hidden and they don't think about it. They think about what's going to drive their, what's going to generate the ROI, what's going to generate, you know, return somewhere which is more people more work but the internal aspect of the marketing is really i think the most valuable of everything we do and we guess i guess we have the the internal marketing factor making people feel appreciated and happy of where they work in the first place because turnover is a big problem in this industry and then we have that higher level purpose as well people don't really hire us for it that making the dirt world a better place aspect but we definitely bring that to the table because we take their money and ultimately make the dirt world a better place with it as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, And the, you know, I think most of our partners get that, that, Hey, you know, they're in it for what, what it means to their company. They want to get better as a company, but you know, they also want to see the industry improve. So I think they're fine being part of that mission. Yeah. 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 And every, I've seen where people donate money to in this industry, all these random causes and groups and everything that make no sense to me. So we're trying to get a little bit more of that money because we can do a lot more with it than I think a lot of these other groups can. Yeah. What's nice, too, is you travel around. You know, a lot of us are kind of stuck in the office, but you get to go out to visit all these companies. We're starting to see some of those wins this year and and hear stories from you, you know, about new people that that joined companies because they heard about them, you know, through our network or through through their websites or, or new jobs that we're winning or helping to win. Uh, that's that's really rewarding to see all that starting to pay off. Yeah, I've been nervous over the past two or three years because we've been selling something that didn't really, that hasn't quite existed until now. I mean, we've still done our best. We've still delivered good work. But as far as real returns go, we haven't really been able to point to any significant data until now because it takes a while for marketing to take hold and generate that return. So I've been nervous but now it's it's pretty cool to see what we're what we're seeing. I mean, even this morning I got a I got a note. I just shared it with the team. Some kid reached out, you know, saying, "Hey, I, I chose construction as a career because I I saw your stuff online, um, listen all the podcasts, and been you know, watching all the videos on YouTube, and I'm just really excited about this industry. And I wouldn't have found it without you guys, which is unbelievable. That's that's real." That's a real return on investment that's not necessarily benefiting any one single company, but it's benefiting the industry as a whole, which then in turn benefits all our partners, benefits us, everyone wins. Yeah. Yeah, and I love those stories. Uh, You know, and that company we were talking to last night where we laid out some, they really wanted to see ROI examples and understand how people are seeing value. So things like, I think we had, we helped one company get a thousand applications for $8,000 of paid ads. So it was $8 an application. Mm-hmm. Uh, so something, you know, others had four people hired for a thousand dollars worth of paid ads. So it's, you know, basically $250 a hire uh, for somebody to come in and operate equipment or, or be a laborer, something like that. So those, we're starting to get real data on that, which is, which is fun to be able to show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really really excited about it cuz I've I've believed in it since day 1. I've never doubted what we do, but it's also hard to wake up every single day and sit there and be like, "Yep, we're doing the right thing. Yep, we're <laughs> doing the right thing" without really anything to show for it for years now. Yeah. So, after doing it for 3 years, we're going on year 3. Well, we're finishing up year 3 come February. So, we're going into year 4, yeah. which is hard to think. So, it's taken us 3 years of just grinding to get to a point where we're actually 
being able to point to results. Yeah. And the jobs too. I mean, we're able to point to a few jobs now that partners have won that yeah. they say they wouldn't have won if, if we hadn't been there and helping. And, yep. and so that was, that's good. I, I think every partner wants to see that. They want that one job they can point to that says, Hey, I've been investing for a year or two in BuildWit. Now I can point to this job that I won and uh, makes it all worth it. Yeah, not small jobs either. I mean, no. some of them are eight figures. Yeah. And eventually we'll we'll be up in nine figures and we'll just yep. keep going from there. So we, we talked about this a little bit in, in a previous podcast. So if you want to learn more about Dan and how Dan came into the company, listen to that previous podcast. I'll, I'll try to find the number. I'll put, I can put it in the notes here. But you, I mean, what do you do day to day, basically? Because we, I mean, most everyone, we talked about this in our company meeting, most everyone still thinks the company is, is me just out there running around taking pictures. When in reality, that's like not even double digit percent of our company anymore. It's, it's a very, very small fraction of the company. You're a big piece of the company. We talk every single day about all sorts of things. What do you do day to day right now? Yeah, you know, I think I team up with you, one, on the vision side. So, you know, BuildWit is obviously was your vision, something you came up with. But I think I've been able to come in and help you expand that vision a bit and just take my perspective and, and add to it. So I think we've teamed up well on that. And then really just helping you build this company. So it's, you know, you're doing a great job running the company, but busy in the field, things like that. So it's using some of my experience to help hire some of the, you know, the marketing talent that we need in different areas and, and understanding how those work together. There's, there's 24, 25 specific skill sets in marketing. So understanding what those people do and how to go find, you know, real rock stars is, is, is something I've worked on over the last decade. So helping build out the team, find them and make sure they're happy, make sure they are taking ownership. And, you know, we've hired really smart people that have helped. So I'm just, I'm there kind of helping with all of them. And then as you and I start to, you know, get one thing going well and it's working, we start to look at, okay, what else can we do to help the dirt world? So we're looking at future businesses and, and, you know, one of those being build wet people. So we're launching that January one, really helping with HR and recruiting, so I was, you know, I, I think it was a year ago that we just started talking about this, started putting some services together around headhunting or helping with recruiting systems, things like that. So we're launching that a year later, uh, officially, after experimenting this year. So yep. That's exciting. Yeah, and we'll talk about some of the businesses we're starting in a sec. The, the funny thing with us is, I mean, we basically operate the business together. I've I've heard a lot of other people that, are essentially partners in a business, you know, they, they're, they're opposites or whatever it may be, or, or they, they bitch all the time or they get in arguments about where we need to go or anything like that. I definitely, I take it for granted because we work very well together. Like you get where we're going. I get where we're going. We don't have huge egos. We don't need to prove any points. We know when to get out of people's way. Like we don't try to micromanage everybody. We're pretty, we're still pretty involved, but I feel like it's a, we got a pretty good thing going because, you know, when I'm out in the field, you can just operate the business. And then when I come back in, we can think big picture, go create. And we just both know where we need to be at all times and how we need to execute. Yeah. Like a married couple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it works pretty well. Yeah. It's really worked. Yeah. No, I, you know, I'm, I'm twice your age, but I try to be, you know, the, the marketing world has changed. So the stuff I learned early on doesn't work yeah. as well. And so yeah. you have to, you know, stuff, you have to be young thinking to, to really know what to do now. So it's, and then you're kind of, you know, you're not typical 25 year old either. So you, yeah. you kind of operate at a, at a more mature level. And it's, it's, I think it's just similar vision, but we both want to do uh, really make an impact on this industry and do things differently. So it makes it fun. Yeah. You're and your experience has come into play more in the past six months than I think it ever has before, especially as we've, started working with larger companies yeah. like North American Coal, Fight, Sargent Corporation. I mean, there's most of those deals, if not every single one of those deals, I believe it was just me doing it. It would have never come to be. There was no, like even North American Coal, I was, I, I kind of kicked it off through just some accident. I didn't even intend to start working with them. But but then you, you know, you were able to meet with all these people and, and you're the, 
the peer with them. I'm not, and I'm just the kid with the vision. And so you've been able to put structure some of these much larger deals, the biggest deals we've ever had together in the past six months that I don't think would have ever happened if it was just me doing it. Yeah. So thanks. But yeah, I, I think it's combination because I could have walked in with all that experience and an agency behind me, but yeah. not, not reaching 2 million people and, yeah. and have, have the influence and, and kind of your perspective on, on what young people want to see and how to recruit things like that. So it's, I think it's a combination of the two that have helped us grow as quickly as we've done. Well, and then the both of us wouldn't be worth a shit if it weren't for everyone at the company now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause we don't, <laughs> I mean, as far as delivering upon what we're billing on, you and I don't really deliver on a majority of what we actually bill on. We're starting to become more and more just overhead yeah. at this point. We're getting out of the way. Yeah. We've got some really smart people now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, I mean, that's kind of one of the secrets to our growth this year is I don't know enough to tell anyone what to do. And I've said this a bunch, but we've just gotten out of people's way. We've tried to find the best people possible. We found some just wildly intelligent human beings. We've tried to instill that sense of understanding about this industry, untrain some of these people as far as what they've done in past lives and serving other industries, but otherwise just said, go do what you do across the board. And it's worked out pretty damn well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think out of necessity, we had to have people make decisions and, and take ownership of their area because we, we were moving so quickly. We yeah. had to have it. But I also think as we get to be a bigger company, we're going to keep that as part of our culture that yeah. you know, we don't, you know, this isn't a great place to work if you have to be told what to do every step along the way. Well, and people struggle with that too. So some people, some people have just indefinitely struggled with it. I've seen they come in and they, they need structure and a lot of people just need structure. And unfortunately as a business, we can only provide a little bit of it, but we can't provide a lot. And we're trying to get better at that though. I think that's something we've, we haven't done a very good job of this year, but other people for the most part, they've been so used to having someone else making their decisions for them or having to run something up the ladder or go get approval for buying something as simple as sticky notes, right? That it takes them, you know, three to six months for them to actually ease up on how they've been trained for a decade plus and start to get used to like, wow, okay, I can just do things on my own now. Uh, but it takes a little bit for them to understand that concept. Yeah. It's unique and uh, I'm spoiled. I'm not going to be able to leave. <laughs> That's the plan. Yeah. I'm, I, I make sure to remind everyone that it's pretty good here. Yeah. So the grass is not greener. But that's, that goes back to one of our values, and I think that's one of the most exciting things about the business and our growth so far is that I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out what kind of culture we want here, what kind of values we have, what we're doing here, what's that why. And a lot of it in the first two years was me just kind of talking about it, working through it. But now with the size of the, the team that we have, it's started to take a life of its own. And our values are starting to be carried out by these these people now that that are you're like like make decisions. For example, that's one of our core values: make decisions with an exclamation point. I need people to act and make decisions. And I tell everyone that if they're doing things, if they're doing something, if they're making the decision that that they know that they think is the right thing, and even if it turns out to be the wrong thing, you and me are both a hundred percent behind them, which gives them the confidence to go out and make decisions without that fear of, of getting their ass beat if, if they're wrong. But it's been cool. That's probably one of the most gratifying things of this entire year is seeing these people take initiative, act upon the values that we've laid out and create that culture that a lot of times I have absolutely nothing to do with now. Right. Yeah. That, to me, that's kind of what I've craved, you know, over my careers. I, I, and I've, I've had it in a few places, but I, I, I want to work with really smart people and really smart people want to kind of understand a problem and then they want to own it and they want to go fix it and, and provide the service, you know, without a ton of oversight, you know, they, they, yeah. want, they want coaching and things like that. But it's the only way you are able to recruit really smart people and then keep them is if you can give them what we're giving them. So it's, it's fun. And then it's, it's my most rewarding thing to see them take off and to do things and deliver where I really didn't play much of a role in it, you know, other than getting them started. Yeah. That's been fun to see this year. And that's why I think we've grown so fast is because we've 
given people the authority to act, which just allows us to move way quicker than a traditional organization that needs to go have a meeting about stuff and think about stuff. And I try to eliminate as many meetings as I can because it's like, why do we even need to be talking about this? Just go do it. And if it doesn't work out, we go in another direction. Like, it's not that big of a deal. I would just rather have you make a decision, act upon it, than have to talk about it and have to tell you what to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that always surprises people because I do our sales calls uh, with prospects and I tell them, you know, let's let's jump on a phone call. I said, I don't have any meetings because uh, <laughs> I think we're allergic to them. Yeah. But yeah, that's, it's nice to have a clear calendar to get work done and yeah, be except, able to meet with people. Well, except for Lori. Yeah, except Lori. Yeah, she's the only one with meetings She's our official meeting person. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're trying to get her help, though. I guess going to um, mistakes we've made this year, we, it would be, I mean, we'd be here for yeah, I was gonna say. for yep. weeks, yeah, actually discussing all the mistakes we've made. But that's one of the big mistakes is we hadn't really invested in project management and people making sure things are actually happening and being strategic with what we're doing. So we were all just so busy all year running around, me doing photo, video, content, meeting with partners, you doing business development, all sorts of projects, you know, everyone on our team doing their own specialty and no one in the middle making sure everything was actually being orchestrated how it should be. And so we realized that, I don't know, a few months ago, Yeah, tried to go in one direction early this year. It didn't really work out. So, so we had to go in another direction. A few months ago, hired Lori on, and then we've invested in a, in a few people now that are quote-unquote overhead, but are adding enormous value across the board, just getting everyone organized. Yeah. Yeah, we should have been smart enough to realize where we were headed, but we, we had really smart people that could execute on any task, But and it worked when we had six to ten partners that we were working for, but as we scaled beyond that, you know, that's where we really needed the project management, the communication. I tried to do it for a while and couldn't keep up doing all of our business development and try, you know, tried with some different people. But now we have that team and that's, it, it's made all the difference. So we're, we're going to yeah. be able to scale. We have to keep investing in that team. We got the right person, Lori, to come in and lead it. And now she's building it out. So that's, you know, I think that's probably the, the biggest mistake we made this year because as we, talked to every partner and and wrapped up 2020 and talked about 2021 and luckily all of them signed up with us but uh, every one of them during that conversation said now you, you did some great things had some big wins but you know I, we missed we missed this month or something like that you know just the communication was lax and in certain part of the year yeah so we had to we had to fix that yeah yeah we heard we heard and and th- our sales process is very transparent so and that's why it's enjoyable for Dan and I, because we don't bullshit people. We just tell them exactly as it is. We lay it all out there. If someone likes it, great. If not, okay. We don't take it personally. Uh, well, sometimes I take it personally, but I try not to. Another one of our core values, transparency wins. So during our sales process, I mean, a lot of it was just talking about, you know, talking to our partners about their criticism of, of our business so we can improve into 2021. And yeah, the two things, communication and execution. Those are the two things that we we probably screwed up with every single partner we have. And and we they all signed back up, so we didn't screw it up enough for yeah. them to leave, <laughs> thank God, because we would be having a different conversation here. But or we wouldn't be having conversation right now. I I'd be knocking on doors groveling for for money to to pay bills if if a partner had left. But yeah, going into this next year, we've we've had to spend a lot, invest, not spend, invest a lot in that execution communication piece. Right. So it was actually good having those conversations, them saying, yeah, you need to execute better because we were already starting to invest in that execution piece. So we were able to say, well, we agree with you. Totally get it. We're already making the, like, we're already making the adjustments on this exact subject. We, we have identified it and we're making significant improvements already. Well, I think, I think also they, they gave us some grace because they've been in that position. They, they, almost yeah. every one of them had growing companies at some point, you know, they had all the equipment, they had the right skill sets. They were, they could do anything, but, you know, getting that kind of leadership level to manage, a, you know, multiple projects at one time, they'd all been through those growing pains. So they, they kind of put their arm around us and said, Hey, you guys need to improve here. And that's what we did. 
Oh, and that's why a lot of them are hard on us too, because they don't, it's, it's that tough love. They don't want us making the same mistakes they once made and they see us, you know, it's, it's, we're a marketing agency primarily now they're construction, but there's parallels, a lot of parallels between the two, especially as since we, we largely operate like a construction company to mirror their business so we can speak their language and they see us walking into a lot of pitfalls that they, they walked right into. So they're trying to help us avoid it with that tough love side of things as well. Yeah. They, I mean, and they benefit cause they, the, the more partners we get up, up into a certain point that, you know, the more the part, the value of that peer group has so that there's some benefit in our rapid growth. But I think all yeah. of them said, Hey, you know, slow down, you know, you guys are doing great. Like slow down a little bit, make sure you get everything taken care of. Uh, and that's what we did. And that, and I've explained to all the partners, our, our models somewhat switching this year. This this year we were or, or into 2021. This year we were focused on adding uh, new partners to create that critical mass, that that large enough peer group to really add value to everybody and expand across the entire country. Now going into this year, we're really turning our focus, a majority of our focus, to existing partners, serving them expanding upon the efforts we've already done while adding a few new ones on top of that. And then we'll just slowly add over the next few years until we get to that 50 ish number that we've been throwing around. Cause we don't want to, the plan is not to just grow this thing. indefinitely. the plan, the plan is to find those 50 great companies, partner with them for the next 50 plus years and help them with any, just, just help them with their business goals, not even marketing, help them hire more people, get more work, expand their brand, expand into new regions, do whatever they want to do we're just there to help them accomplish whatever those goals are. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, I love to talk with new companies. It's, it's always fun to hear their issues and challenges and to think about how we could help them. But I, you know, I get it, I get more value out of the people we've known for a couple of years yeah. and, and helping them change their business and, and grow it, things like that. So it's, it's fun to transition that. Well, even like, like yesterday we met with a, a partner. It's taken us, like year, year and a half to even just get to the point of the conversation we had yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's so much more intimate, so much more in depth because we've, we've garnered their, their trust and they know that, Hey, these guys aren't here to screw us. They're just here to help us. But you can say that all day long. A lot of these guys, that's great. You're going to say it, but I actually need to see it. So now that a lot of the partners have seen it over the past year plus, we're now at, a, at such a deeper level, a deeper, the, the deepest relationships we've ever enjoyed before, which allows us to serve them much, much better than we, than we could before as well. Yeah. I mean, I love building websites and brands and, and doing videos, but you know, that that's, can be a bit of a commodity. And mm-hmm. so it's really now we're able to dig in, understand their business problems. You know, what, what's, what's going on with people, how, you know, recruiting things like that. And then how can we use the stuff that we do to really, you know, change a company. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty rewarding stuff. Yeah. And we, we just talked to Chase about this, you know, um, for branding, for example, it's, it's fun to rebrand a company from A to Z to really create that new brand, but it's more fun to sit there and, all right, how do we really expand this brand? How do we really make this mean even more? How do we twist it and and innovate it, you know, create innovation within the brand and really, really expand upon the foundation we've built. And that's the point we're getting to this year is okay. We've, we've, we've built the foundation. Now let's go do the cool shit. Now let's really go nuts. And and let's, let's just sit there and think, okay, how do we make this even better? And that's the fun thing about marketing. We explained this on a sales call last night was there's always more to do. They're always building new projects, always hiring new people, always creating new goals for themselves, always adding new services. There's always new stuff going on. So we always have, potential areas of value we can provide indefinitely. Yeah. Yeah. And it, again, that's also how we keep smart people is they don't like doing the same things every day. No. And so, you know, when no. Chase can help rebrand a company, he gets a ton of value out of that. But when he can help them redo an RFP proposal and make it look, you know, really, really impressive and help be part of the reason why they want a job that that's when he feels a lot more value too. Yeah. Yeah. So what are what are some of the other problems we've we've had this year? People we've had to learn our lessons as far as hiring and just identifying who's a good fit, who's not a good fit and making sure we bring the right people on. 
Yeah. That was a lesson we learned early this year. Yeah, early in the year. I think yeah. we've gotten better at that. Yep. You know, and, and we're not the best at interviewing. So I think no. you know, one of the, one of the things that we try to do is is have a, a test period with with everybody, bring them on contract for a m- month or two if we can or do a, a pilot project something like that. Make sure it's a good fit both ways. So we we've, we've been able to do that with most people we've brought on the second half of the year yeah it's either people that we've worked with for a while or even like shay like shay's been contract for a year plus just working on you know nights weekends for us we finally got her on board yeah i couldn't be more confident sending her an offer letter because it's like yeah we've i mean shit she's already killed it for us yeah we know her yeah yeah we, we already we already know this woman like absolutely it's higher on or um, a lot of the people have been also referrals right. from from people like like uh, like Lori came from Chase, Kate came from Lori. You know they they we started to add. Uh, you know I, I found Eric on on social media. The people that that come from other folks that can vouch for them that makes a big difference too. Yeah, yeah. And most people now have been you know if they're not a referral that that one of our people have known for a long time. They've known us a long time, so they they're coming Correct. in. They kind of understand build what what we're after, and so it's it makes it you know I don't know it makes it a little bit easier for us to find good people. Yeah, and I view my my position in the hiring process as just being, I guess when I interview people, I do a lot of talking too because I believe an interview should be a two way street, and and everyone's kind of evaluating the person. So when they finally get to me, it's really just me laying out the vision. You know, here's where we're going as a business, and then honestly trying to scare them off a little bit saying mm-hmm. this is not a place for everybody. Like this is not, we're, 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 we're a great place to work, but at the same time, this isn't just, you know, you come in eight, you leave it at four or five o'clock and, and you don't think twice like this is right. We're, we're all busting our asses here. We work for an industry that busts their ass. So we can't just hang out. It just, even if we wanted to, even if we wanted to, we couldn't because the companies we work with don't. Right. And, and, it has spooked a few people lately, which I'm pretty excited about because it's like, great, you know, this wasn't a good fit for you. Right. I'm, I'm happy we found that out now rather than hiring you, bringing you in two, two months and then having to get rid of you. Like, I don't want to be doing that. Yeah. I think I've done more of that this year in, than I have in my career. It's just almost, it's, I don't know if warning is the right thing, but just talking yeah. about who's not a good fit, both for people joining our team and for companies looking to buy from us is, Hey, here's where we're not a good fit. You know, and we've, we've learned this the hard way, you know, if, and if you fit in this category, like let's don't either one of us don't go down this path. Yeah. Uh, So it's been, it's been fun to do that. I I think that's where a lot of companies make a mistake in their hiring process. They try to be something for everybody. Right. And it just does everyone a disservice. It does them a disservice. It does the company disservice. So it's easier Going back to our values, I hit on values all the damn time with our company. And while we're talking about our company, I can talk about it all day long. Transparency wins. Just be transparent with people. Here's exactly what we're looking for. Here's the potential. So we're going to give you a lot, but we expect a lot in return. If you're not willing to give that to us, but or if you're not willing to travel or whatever it may be, this isn't the place for you. And it's, I mean, it's, it's, we've had a pretty good success rate once we figured that one out early this year. Yep. Yeah. Um, I guess what are some of the other issues we've had? We we had one website that went totally sideways <laughs> that we were just joking about before with our friends at Sargent Corporation. We we put together we we going back to lack of project management, we had no one managing projects. So we had like three projects. Poor Chase, he was launching like three websites in two weeks. Yeah. So we were just we were screwed before we even got to that point, well before that, and we should have seen it coming. But we, we launched their their first website. They weren't very happy about it, and then we looked at it, and we were like, what the hell is this? Like, we, we were not excited about it at all. We thought, we're way more capable than this. Like, how did this even happen? And it was, I mean, it was our fault because we didn't have the project management and then we weren't really involved in the entire process. I wasn't involved. Right. So I saw it at the very end. So I, it was way too late for me to sit there and say, well, can we redo this design? Because it was already approved six weeks prior or whatever right. it was. But we decided within four weeks, like, all right, we're just going to throw out this, this website we did for them. We're going to redesign it from scratch. We're going to redevelop it from scratch and give them the site that we should have given them on day one. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's I kind of cringe as you're going through it, <laughs> but that's we didn't we didn't mean to do it. I think we got a little overconfident, like we had launched half a dozen, you know, really superstar sites, you yeah. know, and everything had been going smoothly, and yeah. we didn't we didn't plan to launch three in a week. It just kind of worked out that way with delays here, or things moved up here, and then Chase was actually out the day we launched, and it was just we wound up with kind of a, a nightmare for sorry. I, I think Sergeant said they were happy, their people are happy. It's just the kind of their leadership and us, we knew this this wasn't the product that we should have delivered. And so yeah. I was happy that we we just went to them and, and said that, you know, and pretty blunt. It's like, you know, I think they would have been happy just keeping it and tweaking it, but we were just said, no, we're, we're just going to redo it. And that's going to be the easiest thing. We redid it in a month. Um, you know, a lot of work on their part too to, to help get it there. But I, I was – I was glad to go through that process and we learned a lot as a team. We made all the right investments, uh, got them a, a, you know, really great site now. And we're, you know, I th- think they're signing their agreement this week and getting ready to go for 21. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to have them on board because yeah. they're just a fantastic company. But uh, that was a situation which they probably would have bought off on that first site. They, we yeah. would have tweaked it a little bit, but I mean, and they don't know any better. They're not marketing experts, so they didn't really know what they were and weren't supposed to get. They, they were just weren't all that happy. I think that's where they were. They probably would have said, okay, you know, you gave us a website, you guys did what you're supposed to do, but there was no way in hell I could have taken their money and just merrily walked down the road knowing that's the product we gave them. So, and we, and we, we even made the, we, we, it took us, I don't know, maybe, maybe 10 minutes of discussion to get to the point of, okay, we just need to throw the existing site away and totally redesign it. Right. It was a pretty quick decision on yeah. our part. No, it was, again, we're not going to, websites are out there and, you know, you have to live with them every day. And we, it yeah. wasn't, we, we hope to work with Sargent for decades and it wasn't yeah. something we wanted to live with every day. And, and I'm, I, they were on board too, like Clay, let's, you know, we, and we did it behind the scenes. We, we kept the other one live while we redid it completely. And uh, it was the right thing to do. Yeah. I mean, other than we've made a lot of mistakes, but I think we view them as so positive at the end of the day that there's nothing that I sit here and like, man, I really regret that. Or, I mean, we've, we've really, I, I spoke, I spoke to my therapist about the other day, like this whole, this is the first year of my life where I've been able to look in the mirror every day and be like, yeah, I, I just, I gave it everything I had. So every morning I sit there, I thank God real briefly. Hey, thanks for another day. You gave me another one. I'm going to, I'm going to go flat out for you. Like you gave me another opportunity. We're going to make it happen today. I've done that since January one, when coronavirus came about in March, I said, I told the team, Hey, this is our opportunity. This is a great opportunity. The world is going to go lose its mind around us. We need to stay focused. We're looking at a pretty good thing here, but I need everyone busting their ass. I need everyone paddling in the same direction. If one person's off, we're going to be fucked here. And and everyone delivered, and I was able to deliver for myself. I was just able to give it everything I had every single day. I'm more exhausted than I've ever been in my life. But, I mean, it's been, it's a pretty good feeling leaving 2020 with really no regrets because you, I gave it all I had going into 2021 with the team that we have, with the confidence that we have, not arrogance but we're we're in a pretty good spot yeah no i i feel the same way and i think that's why some of the errors were easier to take on our side and is and even why the partners were able to forgive us is because they see us going flat out we delivered some great stuff to them and and done some great work we had some growing pains but you know even our people when you look at it and when somebody makes a mistake we know we know okay well they didn't sleep much last night cuz yeah. we're delivering this you know we yeah. we can forgive mistakes a lot easier cuz everybody is going flat out yeah well, and that's the conversation we had with a few partners lately it wasn't they were a little upset at us for you know some some small reasons or whatever it was but it wasn't even an apology on our part it was a, just an honest conversation with, with the owner of the company or whoever it was like, listen, we're giving it all we got here. Right. Like we know, we know what we need to improve on. We're making the investments. We're getting there. Just give us, give us a little bit of time. That's all we're asking for. Like we're going to keep our word. We know everything's not where it needs to be, 
but we can't give any more right now. It's not like we're just hanging out and, and taking your money for granted and, and right. just boogieing. Like, no, this is we're, we're giving out everything we got. So just give us a little bit of time. We'll make it right. No, and you know we should have ten more people. We're hiring, you know that, but because we've you know kind of bootstrapping this, and and yeah. um, you know we're, we're we're very lean, and we kind of add to the team as we need it. And so, and we just hire people that that want to work hard. I think they all enjoy it. So it's we just I think we're more have to watch them, make sure that they're okay, and and, and able to deliver every day. Well, that's the funny thing. Again, going back to what I talked in therapy the other day, she's like, well, how, how, how are you doing mentally? I'm like, I'm chilling right now. Like, I'm just fine. Like, everything's burning around me, but I've just gotten used to that. Like, every, like <laughs> yeah, we, we need money or, or there's this problem over here or that problem. I mean, there's just problems every single day. But I think you and I are so accustomed to just solving problems. That's just where our happy place is now in, in some screwed up way. But it's more so managing the emotions and the the dynamic between certain people and making sure people aren't burning themselves out. It's more about managing other people in the team than it is managing myself now. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of the first time it's switched. You know, I think we have to watch them and make sure they're taking care of themselves and they're, you know, yeah. cause you can, you can, you know, there's a hundred, they're not issues, but there's a hundred things that come up every day. People want stuff. And, and once we have 20, 25 partners, I mean, we're getting a hundred messages, like let's get this done. And, and some of it's pretty urgent. And then, and then if they don't get it, it's, you know, it's, it's, it can be an issue. So there's always stuff and we, we want to do a great job at it, but you gotta, you gotta manage yourself, you know, make sure you're getting a workout in, make sure you're getting sleep, things like that. So it's, it's more us watching them, making sure, that they're okay and, and give them support in some areas we've had to step in and make sure they feel supported, yeah. handle some issues. But that's the, that's the fun part. Oh, and at dinner, like it surprised me, Lori and Kate the other day, they said, yeah, I just at other jobs, when a customer was upset at us, we didn't have support. Like it was our fault that they were upset or whatever it was, where it was, we have a different mentality. I don't believe the customer's always right, especially with what we do. Like we're, we're good at what we do. They're hiring us to do this. Like, what they believe isn't always necessarily the truth in, in our world. They're really good at moving dirt. We're never going to tell them how to move dirt. But when it comes to marketing, when it comes to what we do, we know what we're doing. And so we come in with that, that sense of confidence. And then also we just like when, when everything went to shit uh, four or six weeks ago, we went to bat for our people like, Hey, we're, we're behind you a hundred percent. Like we know you're flat out. We're, we're, we're here to support you however we can. And they said, that's never happened before in my career. And there are little ways down, you know, down the path now. It's like, really? Like, that's not just normal. To me, it's total common sense. Like, to me, there's no other way to do it. But I guess people just don't do it that way in a yeah. lot of other businesses. Yeah. No, I, I I thought that was great, too. I, I love our partners. I mean, they speak very directly. I love the industry. I mean, it's a, it's a kind of a no BS, you know, just, you know, it, so we get very direct feedback and, and yeah. very, you know, yeah. very pointed when we do, when we screw something up. And so you have to be able to take that. And, and, you know, sometimes we deserve it. Sometimes we don't. And that's when we went to bat for some and, and you know, it makes it, I, I don't know, it seems like common sense. Well, and we were used to that direct feedback. Some people just aren't. Yeah. Some people, I mean, we work with really demanding people. We work with business owners that have built large construction businesses there's no bullshit. There's right. no tolerance of, of stupid errors. Like this is a high intensity world that we serve. I'm used to talking to these guys because I talk to them all the damn time. Some of our other team, a lot of them at the other agencies they worked for, they'd work for a business. They'd never talk to the business owner. No, no. That's, they'd talk to the marketing people if you know, yeah. that. So Exactly. If, if that. And yet now they're engaged with the guy, right. whoever that may be with everything they do. Right. So it's a whole different conversation they've had to learn and a whole different level of honesty and criticism that they've probably never been exposed to. Yeah. But that's fun part too. Yeah. That's, that's, so, well, I'm going to pee real quick. I'm going to take a pee break <laughs> and then we'll get back to talking right. about where we're headed into 2021. I can sit here. I'll do a monologue while you're. Yeah. Going. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> or just pick up a book and read from it. <laughs> Hey, 
And we're back. Thanks for uh, bearing with me there. I was about to piss my pants. Okay, so we talked about this here a little bit. Like we said, we can go on and on and on. But well, you hit the errors. What what are some of the highlights? What are what are what are your favorite wins? It's just the most most gratifying thing about this entire year is building the team we have. And we just had our team meeting a week or two ago in Nashville, just seeing the humans that we have, seeing how they interact with one another, seeing the ideas they bring to the table that I've never thought of before. All of that is is the most is the coolest thing in my life period. I'm just I yeah, I, that is the big win for me this year. Is is the team more tangibly We've done some awesome projects. I mean, all the partners we've added, that's a huge win, is is every single partner we've added is just a remarkable business led by remarkable people doing remarkable things. Every single new partner I go to, I'm just blown away by. Like, yeah, damn. Everybody, you, yeah, you always call back. These guys are really good people. That's the same. That's uh, it's, it's the same phone call every time I meet with someone new. Like, a few weeks ago, we went to Gelati. I'm like, damn, these Gelati guys, I mean, they are really, really good people. Or we go to North American Coal. Everyone we've met just loves working there. Right. And it's like, this is crazy. And then I was DMing, you know, the CEO of the company on Instagram, like, you weren't kidding on all these phone calls. Like, I I, I was like, yeah, you know, all right, sure. Everyone loves working there. Like, that's, that's what every CEO would say. And then you go out there, they're like, yeah, we're absolutely blessed to have this job. And I'm like, okay, all right. He was, he was pretty <laughs> serious. So, yeah. so there's a lot of uh, cool things like that. Um, going back to the, the the data points, you know, like some big wins for Rosso, some big wins for a lot of our partners. That's a huge deal for us this year. Being able to re-sign all our partners going into this year, that's an enormous win in itself because that's just that's more verification of the value that we're delivering beyond anything else we've ever done before. And then I think something like the Midwest Mole video that we just put together with Dan Liotti, the CEO that just stepped down, we did just kind of this, this short video talking to him about his career and then interviewing a bunch of people around the company about who this guy is and, and what's so special about him. And just getting a message like, man, this is, I don't even have words to describe it. And the best part about it for me is, like I was telling you, I had nothing to do with it. Right. I had nothing to do with that video. It was all Chell and Angel and James figuring that one out on their own, coordinating the whole thing, doing the interviews themselves, editing all the, I, I've, I've, I've made, I've, I've had no feedback on that project at all. And it was well beyond my expectations. Yeah. So to just see work that makes me so that happy and almost that emotional that I didn't have anything to do with coming out of the business. That's just wild. Yeah. I have the same thing. I'm sitting here. I think what to me is most rewarding is seeing all these new brands out there and that, you know, cause I was, I was there for the reveal. I mean, I didn't do the work for sure, but I was yeah. there for the reveal of the new logo and I you know, heard the hesitation and then to see like Midwest mold put their new you know logo on their building and see yeah. it, you know, now, you know, now them living a, a new brand that's, that's pretty rewarding is seeing that the, uh, the video team coming together. I mean, we've made a couple of hires there to go along with Chell and Angel and see the work that they're doing, like the Von Vite video, Sergeant, you know, all the overview videos that we've done. Yeah. Um, that's been fun. And then maybe it's the project management team that we've put together and just seeing them, you know, have, have 20 different partners that they have to organize and get all the, you know, everything scheduled and get up, bi-weekly update meetings and things like that, just getting organized and see them take what was a problem two months ago, almost, you know, like a fire that they had to put out and, and see them start to put all that together. That's been fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all, I think the biggest wins, I mean, we've done some cool stuff for our partners, but it really does come down to our people at the end of the day, I think. And just, I don't know the, the, I had some surreal, just a few moments during the, the team meeting. Cause that was the first time I'd seen, everybody in one spot and and it was cool it's just cool knowing that we're we've created a place that can provide for so many people and so many families in a really profound manner I mean even just like going to the benefits we're able to offer like we're giving two weeks off for Christmas we have flexible PTO we have 
a kick-ass health insurance program that's very low deductible that we pay 100% for. We pay 50% for their families, which I've been advised many times over that's very irresponsible as a business owner to do because it's so expensive. To me, it's a no-brainer. Working on a retirement program now that'll be up and running in a few months, that'll be extremely competitive. We're working on this new office. You know, mm-hmm. We haven't even talked about that, really, that we're building out that's going to be the most beautiful workplace I've ever been in that I'm, I'm, I'm excited about just not because we're, I mean, we're making a significant investment there and it's not really bragging like, Oh yeah, we have all this money to go about build out this office. Cause it's not even our money. It's TI money, which is the amazing thing about commercial real estate, but it's just all the thought that we're putting into it to really make it something special of like, you know, having flexible workspace, um, we're, we're, we're doing, you know, creating uh, like a, a women's bathroom that's also a nursing room. It's just details like that that just aren't in the industry yet that I think need to start coming into the industry that we're really thinking through. It's just, it's cool. It's cool to be able to create that for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to be sitting here 12 months from now, and it's, it's going to be a lot of fun because we'll have a new building. Hopefully we'll have had two roundtable meetings face-to-face with our partners. We're talking to some really amazing companies. You know, we don't want to have a whole bunch, but the ones we're talking to are are pretty amazing. And then really getting to focus on all our partners and help them solve problems. I hope to, you know, have just some amazing examples of things that we've been able to do for them. uh, And, you know, we'll probably be double the size. That'll be fun to, to have that and look back on it. Yeah, so going into next year, I guess that's the plan is the marketing agency, which is the bread and butter right now, that's where we make our money, is going to double. We think that's it's pretty realistic for it to double. And then on top of that, we're also starting these other companies. That's going to be a lot of our focus next year. Right. Like you said, build with people. You know, we're launching that January 1st. That's recruiting and HR services. Uh, we're launching a consulting business in, in the first bit of the year there that'll be focused on helping our partners just operate better as businesses. And then we'll be heavily investing in the build it jobs platform to go make that the jobs platform for the dirt world period. Yeah. Now that'll be, that'll be fun. I think the media group is getting to the point now that we've made all these hires that it's starting to figure itself out. You know, yeah. we still got some growing to do, but what we're pretty getting very good at onboarding and and even now the monthly partnership program so it'll be fun to not get distracted but it's 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 fun to go help solve new problems i mean we, we're doing these not because you want to build a huge empire it's just we're trying to solve some problems for partners and i'm excited about the people one i've been wanting to do this for a couple of years yeah so just really dig in and help with recruiting and then not only with recruiting, but how do you build out the systems and, and even partners that have recruiters, how do we help them get better at it and drive more awareness and then and, and help with comp- HR and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. And like we talked about people this time last year. So we were trying to get that going January. We started to dabble in it. We made investments in that very early on in the year. But I think this year the agency just grew so fast that it demanded a majority of our time. So right. we, we, we created the minimum viable product for build a jobs this year, proved the concept showed that, okay, this is kind of the general layout of it. And it's, it's actually a functional product. We need to go double down on it, which is what we're going to be doing. But, and then we, we, we made a, some effort into the HR and recruiting world early on too. But now, yeah, like you said, the marketing agency is in a good spot. It's still going to require our time, but we're going to have a little bit more time to go focus on building out these other companies that are going to be all underneath BuildWit, but all separate entities, legally, financially, everything about them is going to be completely separate from the marketing agency, but they'll be serving the same right companies. Right. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the beauty of the partnership is, is you know, we have people that are that can give us feedback on what issues they're having and, and see if there's a fit there for us to jump in and help. And then, you know, they can, they can learn from each other. So that's, you know, it's not only the expertise and the people that we can bring in to help, but we just get them organized. Like we're having a podcast or a webinar for our partners tomorrow, you know, just to talk yeah. through a different issue. So just, just the sharing of 50 businesses across the country that are all facing similar issues 
uh, don't have a lot of peers to talk to. So that's, that's going to be fun to listen in on those conversations and then think of, okay, how can we help? That's where I actually recruiting came from. Our yeah. first round table that people are sitting around complaining about headhunters and how they, they don't know the industry and they charge a lot and they have a bad business model. And we thought, you know, what if, what if we could offer that? Yep. So that's, that's where it came from. Yeah. And our, our strengths really aren't in marketing. Our strengths really are solving problems for partners and delivering value for partners in this industry. So we can apply the same model that we've applied to marketing to headhunting and recruiting to consulting to there's a bunch of different other businesses out there that all can utilize the same formula, same format, um, same training, you know, same, same everything, same partners, but different, totally different functions at the same time, totally different value. Right. Yeah. Well, that's your strength is you, you get to visit so many different contractors across the country. Yeah. So you get, and you hear the same issues over and over. So over as, you, and over. as you hear them, you can say, okay, what, what if we could do something about that? Yeah. And, and so that, that makes it fun. Yeah. And that's what, that's where some of these young people, I think have it wrong. They, they, they try to, they think they need some grand plan on day one and day one of build with, I didn't have any grand plan. I, I said, all right, I'm going to go to Texas because there's some cool stuff out there to take pictures of. And that was the plan on day one. There was no money being made in Texas. There was no real point to going to Texas. I just had a few places I could go photograph and, and go post on the internet. And that was that. Free but place to stay. Free place. Yeah. Cause it, yeah. <laughs> stayed with you yeah, in a guest room, but through the process of traveling to what I claim, it could be a false claim, but I'm pretty confident about it is more job sites than anyone else in the United States over the past three years, I'm just able to connect a lot of dots. I have a lot of data points now. And so you can start through your experiences, start creating that bigger and bigger vision, start seeing the opportunity out there and then start capitalizing on it. Yep. Yeah, no, it's worked so far. Yeah. Still got a lot of room to run. So that's what we got. Yeah. It could be nice to, to kind of slow down for a couple of weeks. I'm sure we won't take off completely, but slow down for a couple of weeks and get ready for, like you told the team, like have a, have a plan to hit the ground running on day one. So it's, uh, I already have a plan. It's just so much to do next year. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to do. And next year too, we want to focus more on ourselves and take on some projects like, you know, diversity and things like that, that aren't necessarily paid for. We're just going to use our means and methods to go bring awareness to certain issues or, you know, mental health in the industry. I'm a big fan of, big supporter of suicide in the industry. We talked about that a little bit on the podcast. I think those are issues that really need to be discussed and and, and hashed out industry-wide because we have that platform now to do so. We're going to focus on our own brand on our own content. Cause like every time someone says, yeah, I've been on the website. I yeah. just, I cringe cause it's just God awful compared to what we're capable of now and our work. And it's, it, it just misrepresents everything we do now. Yeah. Maybe we should take it down and put a splash page up. I, I, <laughs> I, I have that thought probably two or three times a day. Every time someone says that, I'm just like, let's just, it'll just do us a better service. If we just had a splash page until we could actually create something decent. Yeah. I love analytics and looking at it, traffic on people's websites and stuff. I don't like to look at ours because I don't like to think of all the people that were misinforming now. I, I cringe. Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, it's frustrating to me because it's like, well, people like, so what do you do? I'm like, well, it's pretty obvious because I live in it every day. Right. But then you look at our own marketing. It's like, well, of course no one knows what the hell we do because we do a shit job at explaining what we do. Well, we'll fix it. Hopefully. Or we'll, we'll fix it for two months and then <laughs> two months later it'll all be outdated. Yeah. Well, that's where simple is good. We got to get a simple website that we can, as we keep changing. Correct. Yeah. Now, at least now we know where we're headed and we know what the kind of the bigger picture looks like. We didn't know that before. And even six months ago, we had a conversation, you and me, Chase, like, all right, what the hell are we? Are we a consulting company? Are we a marketing agency? Or like, what in the hell are we? And now that we've somewhat hashed that out and like, okay, here's our identity. Here's who we are. Here's where we're going. Now we can create a brand and a more robust platform based on that. Yeah, but you know what? Our partners have done the same thing. So how many websites have we launched? People have looked at it for a year and said, you know what? I That's not, that doesn't really represent me anymore. Yeah. And so we've had to go back and re- 
redo the services pages and reorganize into different markets and, and different services for them because now that they see it and it's visible and they're interacting with people, they are like, that, that doesn't really represent me. So yeah. we, we've had to, we've had to do that for a number of partners. All the, all, all the time. Yep. Yeah. I mean, even like, like Ross, is probably the best example of that. When we, when we came on, on board initially, they just, I mean, their, their initial website was a pile of shit. Uh, and, and Dylan knew that that's why he brought us on and asked for a new website that wanted to, he wanted to make them more legitimate. Even in the early days, they weren't doing enormous projects. So we had to, you know, fake it a little bit and make them puff, puff up their chest a little bit to make them a little bit more recognizable in the marketplace. Now they're doing big ass jobs with a lot more people than they've ever had before with new equipment. They just got right. that brand new 349, you know, they're, they're, they are that serious player now. So then we've had to adjust the, the website even more to say, to not really be, I mean, to just be as authentic as possible. Like, hey, we're actually doing some cool shit now and this is what we're doing. So we've had to revise that site, I don't know, three times over. Yeah, uh, that'll be a lot of next year is doing a lot of revisions as, as partners grow. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, hopefully that uh, provided some insight as far as who the hell we are, what we do. This podcast, you didn't even talk about, it's been one of the highlights of this year. It How has. this thing take off? It's, yeah, we have now hundreds of thousands of downloads, which is pretty surreal. I've had more comments about this podcast and how much value people have gotten out of it, whether they're, they're business owners, laborers, a kid thinking about the industry. It's, it's driven more change. This has probably made the dirt world a better place more so than anything else I've done online to date. And it's only, I mean, going into next year, we're about to grow this thing and actually do it right. I've just been doing it. I initially just did it out of my apartment. Now I'm doing it out of my spare bedroom here in Nashville. We're building a legitimate studio. That's going to be so cool. And we'll have people in and I'm taking it on the road and, and we're going to be doing some big stuff with it. And and for me, it's just a selfish endeavor of having these conversations with people that I would never otherwise have and just sit down with someone like, you know, James Milburn and Milburn demolition. Like, all right, James, how the hell did you start, man? Like yeah. we've talked about it a little bit, but we haven't just spent an uninterrupted hour just from A to Z. Like, all right, so how do you, what do you do? How do you do it? How'd you get started? And so for me, if no one else is even listening to it, there's a lot of value there. Yeah. No, I, I, I love it. And that's one of the few things you talked about hiring smart people and getting out of their way. That, that's actually one area that nobody really on the team helps you with. This is all yours. You, you figure out the guests. I, mean, I, I send you some ideas, uh, but, but yeah. most, you know, 99% of it's all your ideas and, and guests. And no, uh, we, I guess Matt helps you edit. Uh, yes. Yeah. But other than that, it's it's all yeah. you. Big shout out to Matt Briscoe for producing the podcast because <laughs> without him, it would uh, it would be a total train wreck. But um, yeah, I mean, it's or the production value and how much we invest in this thing is uh, pretty close to to nothing. Yeah. So hopefully next year, it's it's a, a serious operation that I spend more time at and and actually get to be more deliberate with. Well, the, yeah, the people you have are, that's, that's what really makes it. I mean, you're, and you're good at asking yeah. questions, but the people are, you know, I know half of them and I've been talking to them for years, but I don't know the stuff that you, you guys talk about. That's just, it's, it's really rewarding to see that. And then the other half I've never heard of, and it's, it's awesome to, to get to hear their stories. Well, it's just, uh, like I said, after three years of running around the entire country, you start to build up a pretty big Rolodex of people that are doing cool stuff yeah. to talk to, whether that be through social media, whether that be through our partners, whether that be through vendors or just random people that have reached out that I've met over the past few years. So there's, I mean, there's endless opportunity, endless opportunity. And then there's people reaching out to me now about the podcast. Like we have two executives from Richie Brothers on this week, or it'll be published by the time this one comes out. They just reached out and they're like, Hey, can we be on the podcast? I'm like, well, there's rules. So <laughs> if I can just ask questions and you'll give me interesting people, hell yeah. But you're, you know, it's not a paid ad or anything like that. And I'm not, you know, this isn't for sale. There's no advertising or anything like that. So if you play by my rules, absolutely, we can do it. And it, I just listened to it this morning. It's freaking awesome. Oh, uh, that's good. I learned so much about how these auctions work and it's, it, yeah, it blew me away. 
Yeah. No, I've, I've been hearing about Ritchie Brothers, you know, ever since I've been in the industry. So it'll be fun to listen to that. You can, you can, right now, you can, they have auctions every Thursday unreserved. You can go on that Ritchie Brothers app on your phone. You can sign up to go buy a skid steer. You can buy a skid steer on your phone every Thursday at their unreserved auction. If you're, if you're the highest bidder. Yeah. And then you can get it shipped right to you without even having to think about it. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, it's nuts. I, 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 the whole time I was like, I think I said, you know, I listened to my podcast to try to make my speech a little bit more, more clear. And I think I said, that's wild. Like a hundred times over. And you know, I'm sitting there kicking myself. You sound like an idiot saying the same (laughs) thing over and over. But at the same time, that's what I was thinking. I was just verbalizing what I was thinking. Like, wow, you can just buy a skid steer on your phone and you just bid on it and you win it. And (laughs) there you go. Like that is wild. So pretty stoked about that one. Uh, that's awesome. Well, people have to skip over this one and, and get to the real good ones. Yeah, well, I'm sure plenty. I'm, this will have record low downloads. <laughs> yeah, this one. Yeah, I'm happy to help. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They'll see. Yeah, they'll see. <laughs> talking about build it. Who gives a shit? Let's <laughs> let's talk about skid steers or whatever. Yeah. We, we didn't talk about dirt at all in this one. Yeah, I haven't I haven't won any <clears throat> X Game gold awards. No or gold medals. Yeah, no Jared McNeil. That's yeah. for sure. But I'm not either, which is why I'm the host. So I asked the questions. Okay, everybody. Well, I think that's uh, that's going to do it for us. We got, I guess we have another very exciting podcast later today oh, that yeah. I'm actually on. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk about that one, share that one. But I'm going to wait till that one happens. But big time podcast. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go carry your bags. Yeah, yeah. Dan's my <laughs> assistant. Yeah. So with that. Thanks for listening to another episode of Dirt Talk. Keep sharing. Uh, if this was at all valuable, if you've talked to someone about what the hell we do and they don't really understand it, this provided insight for you in any way, shape, or form, feel free to share it with as many folks as we can. I want to keep this going into next year. We're going to be having very consistent episodes all through the year. Like I said, we're making a huge investment in a new podcast studio, a dedicated studio just for BuildWit. It's going to be in our office. No one, it's not, I'm not leasing some studio or whatever. Like it's going to be the BuildWit podcast studio. We'll have guests coming to us. We'll have lots of alcohol. It'll be a, a really, really, really good time. And then we'll also be doing podcasts in the field with a new field podcast setup that I've been testing lately as well. So lots of exciting stuff coming down the road. Keep sharing it. Thanks for listening, and I will see everyone on the next episode of Dirt Talk.